a Radio 191 FM podcast. Tuesday through to Thursday at 9.05 a.m. on the Radio 1 Breakfast Show, our resident political aficionado, John Moore, drops by to deliver bite-sized politics. From the Octagon to the Beehive to the White House to the Kremlin, as it happens, here's your political roundup. Morena, John. Kiara Koto, today it's all about the protests happening in Hong Kong. The territory of Hong Kong has been gripped by mass protests since March, and currently thousands of protesters are occupying the territory's airport, one of the largest airports in the world. Hong Kong Airport is the world's busiest cargo gateway and is also one of the world's busiest passenger airports. And if you have been there before, it's a very impressive-looking airport indeed. Therefore, attempts to shut down the airport are a big deal. So what are these protests all about? Protesters aim to highlight what they believe is the lack of real liberal democracy in Hong Kong and the attempts by the People's Republic of China to suppress the territory's freedoms. The initial groundswell of protests against the Chinese state and the local Hong Kong government started when the Hong Kong government attempted to push through with an extradition agreement with the People's Republic of China. The extradition bill has now been suspended as a result of the mass protests, and I guess that demonstrates the actual power that protests can have. And now the movement against the extradition bill has morphed into a general pro-democracy campaign. What exactly is the relationship between Hong Kong and China? Hong Kong is a former British colony that was handed back to China in 1997. The British had grabbed Hong Kong at the end of the First Opium War in 1842. The Opium Wars were over China's attempt to ban British imports of opium into their territory. So at that stage, the um, British Empire was basically one big drug dealer. The colony was further expanded in 1898 when Britain obtained a 99-year lease of a small part of the Chinese mainland adjacent to Hong Kong Island. Uh, in the mid-1980s, the UK agreed to hand back the entire area of the Hong Kong colony to the People's Republic of China, and it was agreed between the two parties that Hong Kong would have a special status which allowed citizens of the territory a far greater degree of political freedom compared with citizens in mainland Hong Kong. So that's why when you go to Hong Kong, you still have access to YouTube, Google, Gmail, etc., whereas in mainland China, you don't, unless you use a VPN account. The current protests that we are now witnessing in Hong Kong directly relate to the question of how much freedom and democracy the territory should have in relation to the People's Republic of China. What impact, if any, are these protests likely to have on us in New Zealand? For a start, Hong Kong is a popular tourist destination and New Zealanders will need to think twice before travelling to the territory. More importantly, Hong Kong is one of the world's most important financial centres and the territory is Asia's preeminent financial centre. So the ongoing conflict we are witnessing could have serious consequences not just for the Hong Kong and Chinese economies but also for the global economy. 58% of China's output Bound investment is channeled through Hong Kong, and Hong Kong has played an important role of connecting China's economy to other major economic players and financial centres. With China currently being in a trade war with the United States uh, because of the Donald, the Chinese state really can't afford an economic downturn resulting from the crisis in Hong Kong. And of course, 
if China is economically hurting, then nations like New Zealand that rely on trade with the Chinese could face much economic pain. The big question for now is how will the Chinese state intervene in this conflict? Already China has amassed troops and military hardware along the Hong Kong border. And although a military intervention by the Chinese state is a real possibility, Chinese top government officials will realise the disastrous consequences such an intervention could have. The Chinese state will hardly want to form a civil war breaking out in Hong Kong, say, as a result of a military intervention into their territory. So for now, how the conflict in Hong Kong will develop is very much up in the air. And just a quick shout out to some of my friends in Hong Kong, including Patrick and Feng, and hope everyone is keeping themselves safe there. Yes, scary times. Indeed, indeed. We'll watch um, on with bated breath, I guess. Um, Yeah. mm. Right, thank you for that, John, and we'll talk again tomorrow morning, my friend. For sure. All right, until then. Thank you. Thank you. That was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.